Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, it's Mike. Guess what? I'm going to do another show. It's more recording. And it is, um, well, it's 11.25, allegedly 2016. <clears throat> well, I imagine the uh, Demetrius will have something to say about this day. I have no idea. Hey, did you know? Chelsea Clinton and Ivanka Trump are best friends. This is just political, which, of course, you can't really trust too much, but there's numerous. And anyways, we've all been forewarned for a while that they're the best of friends. Regardless of what happens on November... By the way, this article, just to let you know, is from Hannah Trudeau. I don't know who that person is. I'm not supporting them. I don't need support political. But it's 9916 when it uh, came out. And, of course, with their magical numbers, reversal, and everything else, the law of reversal, it actually is 666. Just to let you know. Regardless of what happens on November 8th, Chelsea Clinton and Ivanka Trump will remain friends. Quote, we were friends long before this election. We will be friends long after this election. Our friendship doesn't start in politics. It certainly is not going to end because of politics, Clinton said on ABC, The View. I'm tremendous respect for Ivanka. The two met through their husbands a few years ago because they're both Jews and they married Jews. Guess that's what you got to do if you want to go rise in the political power structure. You know that Alta and I pyramid that you find on the top of that, that whatever that building is in Israel. You know that you find all over your television and in the internet. The same structure has been around, folks, for two thousand years. When it comes to Western Europe. The same people are fomenting all this insanity. Let's go up a little further, shall we? The two met through their husbands, Muskin Jews, a few years ago. It had often been photographed together at charitable events and award ceremonies. Well, of course. Political early this year reported that the two had agreed to temporarily no longer be seen in public together to avoid awkwardness during the campaign. Wow, they gave us the choice between two of the best of friends, the Clintons and the Trumps. A New York, a New York, the, a New York election. What, what runs? Who runs New York? Al Smith's ceremony. You know that one that uh, 
the Roman Catholics, you know, they decide who they're going to choose. Let the power elite know. A bunch of Jews and Roman Catholics and Jesuits and all that kind of stuff. You know, remember what Trump said? He said, oh, I have fond memories here, going, coming here as a son, as a boy, young man, as a boy, and all that kind of stuff. Well, hey, you didn't get a choice in any of this. That's why I didn't even bother this year. It's turned into a reality show, the, the, the political system. It's turned into a uh, made-for-TV drama. It's like a soap opera. Isn't it sweet? Addressing her attitude towards Ivanka, father, Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump, Clinton said she's more concerned with the comments Trump has made about women in general rather than the dialogue, the deluge of negative reports directed at her mother. <laughs> well, apparently her mother must not be a mother or a woman, right? I mean, that was the most contradictory statement I ever heard. She says she's not that smart. I don't know. Quote, I've been in so much more trouble in this campaign than... What does it say here? I've been, I've been so much more troubled in this campaign about what he has said about women broadly and about Americans and disabilities and about veterans and about Americans don't kind of share his straight white male heritage. <clears throat> so he got through all the crap in at us. Is it worth going in and as further than this? Probably not. There's endless tapes out there now on the YouTube and the internet of Donald Trump just praising the Clintons. What do you think about that? We got a man whose whose mentor is Roy Kahn. A hell of a con artist that taught him how the the art of double speak. How to say one thing and mean something else. How to play with people's heads and minds. So we got a cocaine, a cokehead, a sodomite married to a transvestite in the office. And your choices this year that they gave you were two of the best of friends. Trump's, let's just see what happens if I find it. Just look up uh, Trump's and Clinton's. Of course, you know about the going down to uh, pedophile island, right? The RG Island. Uh, these two, Trumps and Mr. Donald, and uh, and what's his face? 
went down there numerously. Our friends. I, I, you know what? I, all I did was put Donald Trump and Clinton's R, and that's the first thing that popped up, and he had to put in it. Friends. <clears throat> Friend and foe. Donald Trump is working for Hillary Clinton. That's what somebody says. Man, does he look old. Brief history of Donald Trump and Bill Clinton's friendship. Newsweek. This is uh, May 27, 2016. For once, longtime friends, but they distanced themselves now that both men are opposite side of the presidential election. You, you, you know, you got to distance yourselves. You know, you got you can't be publicly uh, photographed together because you know people might. Wake up to the fact that there's something not right here when you got two quote unquote political enemies that are best of friends. Uh, never forget when Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were actually friendly, seem to have an awfully friendly history. New release photos show how Bill Clinton once was. Wonder what that would be. Interacting jovially with Donald Trump. Examining uh, Clinton and Trump's relationship before election season, July 7, 2016. Friends and foes, the Trumps and Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. First daughter's fast friends unlikely bond between Chelsea and Silver because they married Jews, because that's what you got to do when you're in the political elite and you're in part of the organized mafia that runs our country. With the Jewish mafia, the Italian mafia, or the Roman mafia, that's who runs the country. There's the head of your pyramid. There's your all CNI. And if you read about the Talmud and you read about everything else that they're planned, you are all going. We're scum. And are we surprised uh, who he's, uh, his nominations are and his uh, all of a sudden retracting, um, doing anything ever, at least his promises about doing this about Hillary? Oh my gosh. Listen. I understand completely. The average Joe works his butt off, sees there's something wrong, doesn't know what else to do, buys into the system, doesn't realize it's idolatry, doesn't understand about this, uh, I, you know, what do they call that thing again? The highest point in development is something, the accumulation and climax, the elevation of someone, a divine status, apotheosis. And of course, you go to the White House, which is named after the Jesuit priest, by the way, Andrew White. 
I find it fascinating that some of the uh, people that I've interacted with. Uh, but I first started this journey, you know, it was all about the it was all about the Jesuits, and now I realize it's far beyond just the Jesuits. The Jesuits are just a military order that helped pro- promote their Kabbalistic. What was it Kabbalah? It's Jewish mystic. For Jewish witchcraft, Jewish mysticism. Because basically what it comes down to is lying to people without guilt of conscience. Apotheosis of Washington, and that's what we're just seeing here. The apotheosis it was um, a sodomite it doesn't even can't even find his birth certificate. It's a alleged American who's married to a transsexual, a woman with a five o'clock shadow, bigger than him. She must he must beat the heck out of all um, Barack. Is that his name? I guess it is, it's okay to say whatever you want about Barack because he's not a real person. Or, that's not his real name. The Temple and Man, William Henry. The U.S. Capitol and the Temple and Man. The Man Worship. Elevating Man to God. The uh, emperor, the preparation, you know, the whole higher, the externalization of the hierarchy. The externalization of the hierarchy is you, you first start out as, a, oh, this is so evil, the satanic, and it's Luciferian. Of course, certainly it is that. The problem is you and I didn't realize that leadership has always been worshippers of Apollyon, Apollo. A Lucifer. A Lucifer and Satan, they say, is not the same person. If that's the case, when we see that Jesus Christ, he crushed Satan, but that doesn't mean he crushed Lucifer. So Lucifer's still running around this place, and this is the way the people work. Our Lord Savior conquered death. What death is that? Physical death? Of course not. After 2,000 years, that should be self-evident. Spiritual death. Whatever that entails, it could be simply, well, we hope there's eternal salvation, and that certainly is the case. But also then there's the changing your heart, your stone of heart to a, stone of, a heart of flesh. Maybe that's so that they can take it out of you with their sacred heart rituals. The apotheosis, that is what we're dealing with, man worship. And now that we have some internet, we have a little bit of access to see things that look up a few different angles, you start to realize the absurdity of the fact that we're worshiping someone like Donald Trump or someone like uh, Bill Clinton or, or whatever. 
little whatever compromised individual that they present in front of us, should we? It's fascinating too when you look at the even the Pothiosa. If you look at the Pothiosa, on the top, you know, there in Washington D.C., and then you see them always doing that triangle. Well, look at that. When you're looking up there, it's almost like it's a triangle. Not perfect, like his hands, like somebody used some hands, so it's like the hand triangle, which is also like the mouth. What makes man convincing to someone else is what comes out of his mouth. What comes out of your mouth, for most of us, is generally what's in your head and your heart. But when you're being trained by characters like Rory Khan, what you have to overcome that, you see. You have to be willing to ignore what you know was to be true and follow what is necessary. See, this is uh, all part of the ruling elite and their strategy, and it's always been. See, you and I, the average person... Although we might lie, and we still have to feel guilt about it. They've been trained not to feel guilt about it. In fact, they feel justified about it. The ends justify the means. And I imagine a few other things you could apply to there with their philosophy. The apotheosis of the lie. Apotheosis of Abraham Lincoln included the popular myth of Honest Abe. Apotheosis of the lie. I can't tell a lie. The myth of a little George Washington told... His father, Parson Weems, seems to have invented this edifying tale, and it summed up the old American assumption that the Republican rulers should be virtuous men, with honesty, honesty chief among their virtues. Remember, uh, what's his name again? lightning guy Benjamin Franklin and his like 13 principles of like these virtues or whatever maybe I should look that up real fast um, Ben man there's there's a now there's a cottage industry if you ever want to get into it just a propagandist and right which is you know, that's real role of most historians. Benjamin Franklin 13 virtues. 13 colonies, 13 virtues. Yes, yourself you know, the question, why 13? Why is the 13 so important to all uh, this mythology that we uh, deal with? But anyways, it's 13 virtues, temperance, eat, 
not to dullness, drink not to, to elevation. Silence. Speak not. But what may benefit others are yourself. And so you got to decide who those others are, first of all. Avoid trifling conversation. Order. Resolution. Frugality. Industry. Sincerity and justice. All sounds really good, doesn't it? I'll tie that into being a member of one of their secret societies. Now you know who the others are. Benjamin Franklin has 13 virtues. 13 colonies, 13 virtues. Good old Benjamin. A little Satanist and carnivore and oh, it's just cannibal, I should say. Apotheosis of the lie. Right? The old American assumption, and there's assumption, that Republican rulers should be virtuous men with honesty chief among their virtues. Apotheosis of Abraham Lincoln included the popular myth, Honest Abe. These myths made a deep impression on generations of Americans. I know, because they made a deep impression on me, and I agree. I still uh, vividly remember reading children's biographies of Washington and Lincoln in the second grade in Ann Arbor, Michigan, in a small classroom where the Ten Commandments were also posted on the bulletin board. Isn't that interesting? So they got the Ten Commandments slapped right there in the school. Now, I don't have a problem with it if actually you have the people pushing it actually living it. Most of us, I imagine, just like myself, what the problem was with this whole strategy you have the Ten Commandments. When they, when you see the inconsistency, when you see the hypocrisy, and you look at the Ten Commandments, and you go back to hypocrisy, and you go back to Ten Commandments, and next you know, you're like, the Ten Commandments don't mean anything. Words mean nothing without action. We all know that. Yet we still fall for it over and over again, don't we? When your head's full of lies, like ours, there's nothing that we can do except to try to tear those lies out of our heads. And it takes a lot of work, whether what the world looks like, who God is, what does it mean, this life? See, most people just try to get along, just try to get by. Most of us, it's not in our nature, and they know this. If you're a sociopath or a psychopath, you know this. You figure that out very soon, very early in life. And if you get the capacity, well, you're going to rise to the top. The problem is the top is a toilet bowl. That's what the problem is. 
It's not a swamp. Swamp still has life in it. A diversity. We live in a toilet bowl. That's what we live in. And that's figuratively speaking, of course. I don't remember the name of that movie that was from India about the young man who won something like a lottery or whatever. Anyways, he's running around as a young man, and I guess in India there's places where you got to pay to use a outdoors commode, and it's up top of this giant pit of shit, and he falls in it to get whatever he was trying to get. <clears throat> and that's pretty much what we're witnessing. Symbolically, of course. Let's go back to this. So the Ten Commandments are posted on the uh, bulletin board. Well, it's going to be on the bulletin board, as I just said. It doesn't mean anything if you don't people you don't see people actually living it. After and so that's a great strategy once again to actually just just tear it out of your. Is there anything wrong with living in a tank? I know, I think it's a wonderful idea. Is it salvitic? No, we know in the Bible it says it's not salvitic. Do you want to do, you know, keep the Sabbath and you feel so Saturday? Or the lunar, uh, based on the lunar calendar, which is most probable, or the Sunday or whatever day we choose, I think it's a wonderful idea. I don't find it impressive at all. After all these years and not doing it, I don't find it an oppressive thing. But don't dare ever push this on me or anybody else until you live it. All right, you'll end up being an Abraham Lincoln, an Abraham, Abraham a Benjamin Franklin, a George Washington, a hypocrite. And by the way, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You could just place whatever you're from, if from Canada, Mexico, or England, just place your idols, idols, political idols up there, and it's no different. After reading Lincoln, walked miles to pay a few pennies to a customer he had in inadvertently shortchanged, I made a point of admitting my own faults when possible. It always made me feel good. It was a chief tenet of our patriotism that American presidents should be virtuous, or, as we were more likely to say, godly. That attitude persisted through the Vietnam War when one of our chief in charge of the war's critics was President Johnson, who turned out to be nothing what you thought, and Nixon were lying to the American people. It seems a serious charge at the time, so serious that I could hardly believe it even of Johnson. Question that braces here, since the advent of television, could it be that our political system, what we're being presented here, is a self-evident, an absolute reality that's got to change? 
the apotheosis of the lie, the apotheosis of the man or woman needs to change. If we keep going down this road with for the what we have now, idolizing men, a man, we get a we're in deep trouble. We are going to have to reinvent what it means for us to have leaders in our lives. And who are those leaders? And then notice I said leaders, plural. It can never longer, this whole thing about a prime minister or president is deadly, just uh, great disadvantage and deadly for the average man. If there is going to be someone to idolize, Christ is not a bad one, is it? Now, if you're somebody who says otherwise and you don't believe it, see, this is the problem. This is the great rub. Christ, Allah, Muhammad, or the latest rabbi and the latest Messiah coming. Of course, they uh, and ever everyone is portraying their religion by thinking there is a Messiah coming. But if we read the Bible for what it says, especially the New Testament, New Testament Christians. Which, if you call yourself a Christian, you might as well call yourself a New Testament Christian, because really, the Old Testament has no applicable, no apply, nothing applicable to you, except that it's leading up to who the Messiah is going to be. That your self-importance and your great worth isn't going to be much of anything. That what you're trying to do is actually play some form of witchcraft yourself by some day of the week. Oh, Mike, you said that. Yeah, I'm telling you that. That's sorcery. Thinking that whatever you do might earn gravy points to God or to some higher being or it's to the apotheosis of the liar or to the man. It's idolatry. Now, you know, CNI, and you know how all the leaders are all the Trump does the same thing, puts their hands together, the triangle. Look at the apotheosis. Look what's on top of that whatever building in uh, Israel. Look at all the uh, uh, Roman Catholic churches. Look at your own. If you're an Muslim, look at your 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 background. How many of ta- uh, taxi drivers have that uh, hand with the eye on it in it? It's a form of sorcery, folks. Definitely captivates your eye. Keeps you focused on these eyes. It's an image you can never let go. Strange images. The eye and the hands. Put them together and you get the mouth. Who are they talking to? They're talking to each other. The externalization of the hierarchy is beyond Luciferianism. You and I are getting back to what it was used to, what's being revealed to us and always has been the oligarchy. 
the ruling class, the plutocracy, the Roman system, the Senate, the Caesar, the emperor, the different roles, they need war. They need war to control you. They need this public education system to enslave you. They need a higher education system to indebt you, to keep you a slave. Now, it's interesting. Very interesting. It is curious transformation, not only the Hannes A, but also Gary Wills, who 30 years ago was writing acidly about Richard Nixon's lies. But his praise of Lincoln, quote, swindle, and the quote, has been warmly received by liberal opinion. And actually, it actually won a Pulitzer Prize for history. Something has changed in America's ethos or ethos. And we shouldn't marvel at the elite for so forgiving of more recent. The elite are so forgiving of more recent presidential swindles. It's a big swindle. The apotheosis of the lie. <clears throat> the bigger the lie, the better. It's absolutely necessary in controlling the masses. Don't tell them the truth. Just lie your derriere off to them, and you know what? Something's going to stick. Right? Something's going to stick. So people are all focused on this whole thing, and who knows what's going to happen. Probably, you know, who knows? Maybe in the end, old uh, sodomite boy will be still there. So him and his uh, and Michael. You may say, "Well, I'm terrible for saying that." Am I? And was it terrible for me saying that, or is it terrible for them trying to pull off the apotheosis of the lie? The big lie. The big lie is really important, folks. It's absolutely important in reigning power and controlling the masses. We can't tell them the truth. It's absolutely fatal to tell the government the truth. In fact, you got to start out with the big lies up front. That's the reason why all the empty promises. See, this is all to throw you off, get you off-centered, uh, get you um, confused, mad, angry, disappointed. Sounds counterintuitive. I would look into this guy, uh, Roy Khan the mentor of, uh, um, what's his face, Trump, and learn his strategies, learn their strategies. Understand what you're dealing with. You're dealing with people that don't play fair. They don't play by your rules, let's put it that way. 
the decks, the cards are stacked against you. The deck of cards, the whole thing is pretty much. Um, yeah, think of it as um, betting on a raked the NFL, the, the Super Bowl. You already know who's going to win. Everyone's been paid off. And then you just play the game, this, that, and other. In the end, you're going to win. It's like going to uh, Atlantic City or uh, Las Vegas, right, and gambling. Most people know you're not going to You'd be lucky to break even. If you're smart, like what I used to do, I didn't spend a lot of money because I never had a lot of money, but when I would go up to Windsor, I'd play the slots, and once I doubled my money, which we're talking about 10, 20 bucks, so maybe 40, 50, 60 bucks, maybe triple, I stopped before it's too late. I have enough money to go to a nice restaurant and eat a nice meal for my, who's now my ex-wife. But I knew all the time that it was rigged. And the the experience of learning how far I can push it. How far was the house going to be generous enough to allow me to take some of their money? Not a lot. I did once win uh, like four or five hundred bucks in a slot in Las Vegas. Actually, the first time I ever played, too. They must, I'm the person looked at me and said, that guy, he looks green all over. But it was nice to have paid for uh, one of those helicopter rides to go down into, uh, what is it, the canyon there, the Grand Canyon, and have uh, what they call a champagne lunch. The food was terrible, and the champagne was even worse. Canerto stands champagne. I think I took a sip of it and said, no, I think this is a really bad idea drinking champagne and being in a helicopter ride, especially with a glass bottle. Now, thanks, but no thanks. So I decided just to see how many roadrunners I could find. Beep, beep. The apotheosis of a lie. When you're going into the White House, named after a Jesuit priest, and we know about Jesuit and Jesuit sophistry, casualty, and the definition of a Jesuit, and once again, let's look into that. Definition of Jesuit. And I'm sure that anybody's listened to my show, or this, not really show, these recordings. So community call, that's not really community call, because unfortunately I can't keep things going mainly. Uh, members of the Society of Jesus, Roman Catholic Border, priests, founded by Ignatius Loyola, blah, 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 St. Francis, uh, uh, Xavier, so we learned about the other guy, one of the characters from uh, Trump chose, who was uh, who himself has a brother who's a Jew and with the Xavier there in Manhattan. He's not going to be running your money <laughs> or something like that. Part of the order, of, uh, order was zealous, zealots, zealous, zealots, 
in opposing Reformation, despite the periodic persecution, it has retained a, an important influence on the Catholics through education. <clears throat> See if they still have it or have they taken it out yet. It's only a matter of time. So that that was the meaning, or the deep and meaningful definition, which is incredibly shallow in itself. It's just very superficial, unfortunately. Uh, but here we are in the definition of uh, Marian Webster. So we know he's a Roman Catholic. There's you no know, different words: Jesuitical, uh, Jesuitically, Jesuitism. Jesuitist, too, as a woman. So everyone says there's only men, it's male order. Well, it is, but there's women in. They got a woman order, too. Did it go away? It was just there. Practitioners of intrigue. One given to intrigue and equivocation. Equivocation. Equivocation, the use of ambiguous language to conceal the truth and avoid committing oneself. Prevarication. Who, do you think you might have been witnessing that in this presidential election? Equivocation? Do you think I, I mean, I don't want to say, um, like some smart ass because I really have I'm going to be able to do it in this if it was for the internet. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot to the higher order, the, uh, well, thanks to the Jewish and the Roman mafia. Thank you. The Illuminati. Uh, while uh, the noun prevarication is mostly just a fancy way of saying Lie. It also means striking around or skirting around the truth, being vague about the truth, and even delaying giving someone an answer, especially to avoid telling them the whole truth. Hey, didn't Donald Trump also go to a Jesuit school to learn this crap and then be trained by some other guy named Rory Khan? A con artist. God bless America. Equivocation, once again, the use of ambiguous language to conceal the truth and avoid committing oneself. Prevarication. It's just mostly just a fancy way of say to say. Lie. So you have a Jesuit Pope. who's a practitioner of prevarication and equivocation and intrigue. Do you think anything that man said is worth being trusted? And yet, you know, the funny thing is, is so many people love that guy. The guy wears slippers and a Jewish beanie cap and walks around in a dress. Look at those Jews. But the, uh, don't 
get me wrong. I mean, look at the uh, Islams, Islams, Muslims, Muslim high priests. High fashion. They got high fashion. Wow. They ain't got high fashion. How the jihad... <laughs> they got their own little funky little fashion. All right. High priests. Sufis, is that what that is? The Sufi. Sufi. Sophie. Sophia. Elders. High priests. Uh, what is the Islamic equivalent to a priest? Unlike Catholicism, do not require a meditation of a uh, a media mediation of a priest for prayer and worship. It doesn't mean the Islamic faith lacks clergy. <clears throat> Clergy. So they have a clergy. Everyone has a clergy. Ever notice that Archbishop Canterbury, Chief Rabbi, uh, the Grand Mufti, that's what it is, Muffy, Mufi, Grand Mufi, for the Jesuits, or for the, for the Jesuits, for the uh, Muslims. Oh, I'm black. Holding, do, holding their hands and doing their uh, freedom of Masonic handshake. It's just a beautiful sight of unity. The men in black. The reason why you have a church in every corner is because it's the best source of uh, intel. It's more uh, like the lodges, the churches. Great source for intel. That's why you have churches every corner instead of a Gummer building. Remember, the apotheosis of the lie. 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 I don't even know if I'm going to get to this reading. Maybe that's what I just should call it, the apotheosis of the lie. <clears throat> and then I'll just do another recording because, quite frankly, I'm tired. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.